Yeah. It's been a while, so you may not know what that sound means, but that sound means we have a game for a movie podcast. Woo! We be back. back. Oh, uh, it's been what, forever. What, what sound are we talking about? The sound the, of the, the beer opening? The, the, fresh, the, the fresh can oh, of beer. Oh, the one that just happened. Okay. Yes. Yeah, that just happened. We were all there for that. Yes. But it was not in... Well, I mean, we were was, all there for that. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. It was not done editing-wise. Mm. Yeah, that was live. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I am your host, Mikey Tag. I am joined by... Mitchell Clements. T-Dog. Andre Ballinger. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. It's good to see you guys. I, I forgot my name, actually. Dude, were you <laughs> actually <laughs> about to let it slip? You know, maybe, maybe you shouldn't use a code name, and then yeah. it wouldn't be so whoa, hard. Whoa, whoa. No, I feel like no. if T-Dog drops his pseudonym, it's, it's... Yeah, it's like ingrained. In yeah, right. Persona. Like, episode 50, we're going to do, like, a who is T-Dog. <laughs> I feel like, down. just to get like get the viewers crime. back in. <laughs> <laughs> Bring them back. Oh, they're gone. T-Dog face reveal, episode 50. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> It is been... actually just a tease. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it has been a long time, guys. A lot of life events have happened. You got some new hardware. I do have finger. some new hardware. I got married. Yes, woo, it's a big woo. deal. Yeah. Uh, Andre, you have a girlfriend. I do. Yes, Aww. committed. Nice. I guess so, yeah. Yes, that's Aww. great. Uh-huh. We've got Mitchell at your birthday's this week. I know. Oh, you're an old man. I'm old as crap. You are that's an crazy. old man, and yeah. I'm still older than you. You are. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah <laughs> thanks for saying old as crap. And T-Dog. So we go on to the show. <laughs> no, Tito, you were in Paris, weren't you? I don't have any life events going on ever. Uh, yeah, I was in Paris before the wedding. Um, yeah, that's cool. So yeah, guess, dude. Yeah, yeah. World traveler. Um, you know, I saw like that building. Uh, <laughs> the building. <laughs> you know, the Eiffel Tower. Oh, oh that's yeah. more of a structure than a building. Yeah, it had stuff on it. Yeah, that's. Mm-hmm. I guess it's true. Nice, but that's cool though. Really, no, really, it, yeah. it was great. Um. You know, didn't go up the Eiffel Tower, but you didn't climb it. You no. didn't. You didn't scale yeah. it. Didn't venture up. But yeah. ever since um, I did it, they decided no, yeah, no one yeah. should do that again. Right? No, they, they locked it down at that point. Uh, That's what happens when you go up the Eiffel Tower <laughs> naked. <laughs> Look, man, I wanted to be free. I thought the French were cool with it, and apparently, it's a felony. So yeah. here I am. <laughs> Wait, did you serve time in a French prison? <laughs> All I can say is I'm not welcome back in France anytime soon. <laughs> Alright, well, <laughs> I've never been to Europe. The funny thing is, we're all sober, but with a little luck, that's not going to be any longer. Because oh, yeah. we are drinking one. some beers here. Mm. We, looks well, like. Sponsored by Goose Island. Two different ones for four different people. <laughs> we have three Goose Islands at the yeah, table. Alright, hell yeah. I'm goose just, Goose. I'm just sharing Mitchell's, so. Mm. Oh, that's not ah, true. Delicious. Delicious. <laughs> uh, I have a Sheban Brewing uh, Platypus. Ooh, it's nice. a plaid. It's a cute little platypus. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's a hipster, hipster guy. platypus. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He's got a little scarf, he's got a beard, he's got his glasses, you know, and Aww. he's wearing a plaid jacket. So getting back to it, <laughs> uh, we saw some movies as well. Um, we will go around the table. We'll start with you, Mitchell. What did you okay. see? I saw one of the weirdest movies I've seen all year, uh. and I was completely mentally prepared to see one of the weirdest movies I've seen all year, and that is... The Lighthouse. Starring. How do you mentally prepare for that? Well, I kind of just look back and see, all right, I know Willem Dafoe is batshit crazy. Locked in. I'm ready to go. I know that Robert Eggers, who directed this, also directed the Vavavitch, or The Witch, mm. from a couple years back. That was a very weird, high art horror kind of movie. Mentally, boom, locked in for that. And Robert Pattinson, who is... In my opinion, going on a string of some really odd role choices, I'm locked in. So basically, I know where everyone was, possibly mentally. Best Batman, who knows what Robert Pattinson's going to do. Best Green Goblin for Moan Defoe, absolutely. I really hope they bring him back. But anyway, this movie, oh god, he's so batshit. And he's perfect for a Sam Raimi movie. Anyway, so, and all to say, for this movie, as much as Moan Defoe is... The main reason why I'm going to recommend this movie, uh, it's mainly because of how he is delivering this damn dialogue. Mm. Similar to The Witch, which was set in the 1600s, Robert Eggers and his brother, who co-wrote the screenplay, did their homework in terms of finding all the different nuances of how sailormen spoke in the 1800s, like early 1800s. And if you're thinking swashbuckling pirate. This is exactly what they went with. Wow, <laughs> really? It is wow. hilarious. Okay. Mainly because they give all the best monologues, which don't make any damn sense to Willem Dafoe, 
who is looking batshit crazy in beautiful black and white mm. with the lighting just making his eyes pop even more than they do. And he has like this bushy ass beard. Looks like he's been out at sea for 50 years. And he just, he just for this role. Mm. I know, Mike, you brought this up. Mm-hmm. Episode one of this podcast. Yep. You shipped on Willem Dafoe. You're like, this guy should hang it up. He's done. Oh, oh, I'll, I'll insert my words. Yes. I'll put it right here. Also, Willem Dafoe as a whole, I love you. I love you, Willem Dafoe. If you hear this, <laughs> just know I love you. Stop doing Willem movies. Now, after hearing that, I will say, fuck you, Mike Botanic, from however long ago that episode was, because this might be the best. <laughs> how long ago was that? I don't was know. Last, that was last, last December? Something like that? Last December. No. Oh, wow. Time it was when long. Aquaman came out. Yep. Aquaman. Because that's what I was referring to, is Willem Dafoe and Aquaman. Oh, uh, damn, he wasn't that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, you see why I was saying We that. all gotta pay the bills, y'all. Yeah. So we anyway. all gotta pay the bills. <laughs> Willem Dafoe, anyway, with this, it was amazing. Beautiful black and white Robert Pattinson. They are the only two people, besides a mermaid are the only two people in this film. So you are stuck with them on a rock wow. in a lighthouse the entire time. And it's about both of them going crazy at the same time. Your main character is Robert Pattinson, so you're mainly seeing it through his eyes. So mm-hmm. Willem Dafoe always seems a little bit disjointed because of that. Mm-hmm. But that's not to say that Robert Pattinson is also losing his goddamn mind in this. There's a, almost a point where it looks like he's doing a Willem Dafoe impression with the oh. very overexpressed eye positioning and and how he's delivering his lines, very swashbuckling again. And anyway, the entire time, it's, it's a tour de force of acting, of two people playing off each other. They hate each other when they're sober, love each other when they're drunk, and all the while, it is on a course of just spooky... Did that really happen? Did that not? And um, ultimately, it's a uh, it's just a fucked up movie at the end. It's <laughs> I resolution. Say, ultimately, it's a love story. <laughs> ultimately, <laughs> ultimately, it's a love story. I will say this: they kind of flirt with that, which is sure. really <laughs> odd. Anyway, um, so the movie overall, I don't want to waste all the time here because we have a fantastic shit movie that might be to talk about. Yes. But The Lighthouse, I do recommend it. Okay. Definitely um, not for most movie fans. This is for those who are just looking for something completely different. Mm. A lot of people are billing it as a horror movie. I would not. Um, I found it more as a possibly thriller. I, I almost saw it as a comedy in, mm. in a way. So um, yeah. I, I have... Two questions. Two questions. Is it black and white the entire time? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then is it shot like four by three instead of like... Yeah. So okay. they, they do the box ratio. A lot of people were asking or interpreting that as, hey, this is just a way to cue you in on how long ago it was. Yeah. Um, I, I could totally see it that way. I think it really serves the movie best in serving how claustrophobic right. it is. Right. That sounds the exact right. boxed in, yeah. literally. You're very boxed in with these two characters. And I will say this, it does take a while for the movie to find its legs, maybe mm-hmm. sea legs as it were, huh. uh, about 20 minutes in until you really start hearing the funny dialogue. Willem Dafoe uh, freely farts the entire movie, which is great. Um, so really, like, they, they just don't even touch on it? Like, it's just... Well, I think it's... There's a couple ways you can interpret it. Sure. He's just a guy who... He runs that lighthouse. So, in a way, yeah. that's just him showing his dominance. Like, this is my place you are visiting. Did you just fart? <laughs> did you, I think that was <laughs> T-Dog? Did you, okay. Okay, yeah, blame it on the chair. Uh-huh. Willem Dafoe did not. He owned it. So, <laughs> I really... <laughs> I can chair squeeze. Willem Dafoe was nominated for an Oscar last year for his portrayal of Vincent Van Gogh. I would love to see him get nominated for a supporting actor for this particular role mm. as well, which is Thomas Wake. Um, very weird movie, very bizarre. A good alternative if you're looking to see something spooky, but not a true horror movie. The Lighthouse is for you. I'm going to give this one. Solely based on the performances, everything else I don't think quite clicks from a narrative point of view. It doesn't really hold your attention the entirety of the runtime. Um, and I feel like the pacing is pretty uneven, especially with a very long um, slog of a beginning. And then this like a rapid pace, what the hell is happening thing at the end. Maybe it was on purpose, maybe it wasn't. For me, it didn't work. I'm going to give this one a three out of five to faux farts. And overall recommendation. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, So you said spooky, but uh, what exactly was like spooky about the movie? So the spookiness comes from the 
Um, and again, it's never completely revealed whether it's true or not, but the things that Robert Pattinson sees. Oh, okay. So okay. that's so it's the imagery. Okay. It's more the imagery. I could only count one jump scare, maybe. I saw it in a pretty packed house and a couple of people jumped, including me. Um, but that's about it. Um, but for the most part, it's just about the conversation between the guys and the conflicting nature of their relationship. Mm. Um, Interesting. Cool. And it's about loneliness, very much like The Witch. So Robert Eggers definitely has a certain um, topic of the human condition that this guy likes to talk about through oh. horror movies. Anyway, mm. uh, I recommend it. Three out of five. So, yeah, T-Dog? <laughs> so I watched El Camino. Um, for those unfamiliar with the Breaking Bad story. Oh, not the car? I don't think there were any in the... <laughs> <laughs> Camino. There's no El Camino. Yeah. Wait a second. That was awesome. So the AMC popular series Breaking Bad. Um, this is the follow-up movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it. Uh, so if you're familiar with the Better Call Saul um, series, uh, I I haven't kept up on it. Like I watched the first season. It's great, but I just you know. I don't think it's required viewing it. for this. It's though. not, and so that's kind of the point that I yeah. wanted to make that. Um, Breaking Bad certainly would be beneficial to watch it. Like, I don't know how you would really... It's not that you wouldn't enjoy this movie. It's just that there wouldn't be a lot of content right. to the backstory, etc. Um, so a lot of the characters are built up, you know, throughout Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah. um, so that's that would be hard to relate with um, the characters that are expressed in El Camino. And it takes place right after. Yeah, so right after it's, it's a mix of... It takes place right after, mm. but it's... Um, I don't know what the breakdown is, even approximately. They they do flashbacks a lot, so gotcha. okay. it's um, so if we go back to the end of Breaking Bad when um, Walt essentially frees Jesse from ca- captivity with the um, other drug um, lords. I don't yeah. I don't remember exactly the spoilers. For I know Bad, by the way. Yeah, 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 yeah major about. spoilers yeah. for Breaking Bad. Yeah, if you haven't seen Breaking Bad, watch it. It's fantastic. It's very so, good, yes. and it yeah. is on Netflix too, right? It's yeah. on Netflix so you now. Right yeah, you can watch yeah. all of it Even on Netflix. Even Better Call Saul is on there as yep. well. If you nice. want to watch part of that, all the first and second season. Yeah, now. yeah, hmm. yeah. Maybe a season or two behind. Yeah. Um, so, uh, basically, Jesse takes off. Um, he escapes. You know, any police captivity. Uh, for the time being, like from the start of the movie, mm-hmm. and he takes off, uh, heads back to where Badger and um, Skinny Pete. Um, Skinny, Skinny, Pete. Pete. Skinny Pete. Skipping my mind, but uh, so um, he takes refuge there uh, for a little while, um, but it's really not focused around him, like staying with them or their interactions. You know, it's more of the, there are some brief interactions with those characters. Um, Towards the initial start, um, it really focuses on some of the flashbacks of Jesse's captivity with, like, um, I think it's Todd. Yeah. yeah. Todd's oh, a, God. Yeah, yeah, so a lot of that exposure. Todd being this person who is oddly friendly, but then still... He's a total psychopath. Yeah, he, he doesn't quite relate to the pain that he inflicts on others. Yeah, um, right. So he's very okay. disassociated to that. But he doesn't necessarily treat Jesse like complete shit, but... You know, there's there's like this weird line for Todd, and okay. so it goes through um, some of those examples, like when Todd's in this hole um, or you know pit that's just concrete, and um, you know he gives Jesse a cigarette um, and things like that when his uncles are away. Um, okay. He goes with uh, so Todd takes him to his house to actually dispose of a maid who Todd killed because she found some of his money. And it wasn't that she even blamed him. He just, you know, didn't think she should have seen it. And he felt bad that she was a good worker. So, right. you know, that that was his remorse, was that she was a she good was worker. worker. She was a good worker. Not, not, not like that a... actually she was dead. Or, you right. Know, like, yeah. Doesn't sad. care that she's dead. Yeah, it's it's still really weird of his um, emotional connection to that. And it's like killing her and, like, leaving a blood spot and going, now who's going to clean yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. And, like... Oh, she, you know, she was a good person. It's too bad that had to happen. Stuff right. Like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's funny. You keep saying Todd. Isn't that Aaron Paul's character in BoJack Horseman? It is, yeah. It is. <laughs> I am just picturing yeah, those Todd, two. No! <laughs> <laughs> yes, Todd, no! Yes. Todd episode! Vastly different characters. Um, and then, um, so the other part of the uh, current life situation, he's, um, so how it segues is that 
he needs to go, um, so he's pretty much broke right now, but he's trying to get away. Um, so if you remember, um, at a point in Breaking Bad, there was an opportunity he had to basically leave and go to Alaska. Mm-hmm. Same yeah. guy, like, they were going to, um, I think he owned a vacuum cleaner store. Okay. Or, um, yeah, vacuum store. And so he, um... He first goes to the apartment that Todd was living in, mm. um, finds the money. You know, there's some altercations going on there. Um, and then part of the, um, I would say, not as, is So the thing about this is it's like a giant or a long Breaking Bad episode. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's, so it's how not, long is it? It's over an hour. I think. It's it feel like it's an hour and a half yeah, or something yeah, like that. Okay, yeah. So it's right. feature length. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, okay, but cool. it really just feels like a bunch of Breaking Bad episodes cut up or, you know, sorry, it's taped together into one. Is yeah. that a good thing? It's or? great. Okay. It's fantastic. Like, oh, okay, it's two cool. hours. If, if two hours and two yeah, minutes. Yeah. Wow. yeah so, there you go. But it really didn't seem like that long. Yeah. But then also at the same time, not a lot happens in it. Um, hmm. And so um, it's great, like, in terms of um, production quality and... I, I would say, like, continuing the Breaking Bad-type storytelling and how that was produced. Hmm. Um, so without, like, going into everything and giving all the key elements away, I think I'll end it there. I'd give it a four... Um, hmm. I don't even know what to rate this out. Let's go with four blue... Meth crystals. Ooh. Out. Okay. Nice. How nice. much are you selling those for? I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, do your market <laughs> research, bro. So nice. is even in flashback form, is Walter in this at all? Uh, Walter's in it briefly. Okay. Um, okay. And it's kind of weird because they um, they try to make Jesse look younger. Um, right. Because, I was yeah. wondering like, how they, they don't really that. need to do that with Walter. Uh, right. Or, yeah. With, um, uh, Brian. Brian and, Cranston, yeah. And... Um, you know they're they're pretty limited um, in the flashbacks. Uh, they they do more so tell kind of like um, Jesse's personality versus like any other story content. It's more okay. about like Jesse's character. Yeah, um, gotcha. and that's kind of this entire episode is like Jesse's character. Mm-hmm. Um, they even had a a um, flashback with his girlfriend who Walt. Well, mm-hmm. killed, right? With yep. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jessica Jones. So it's, yeah, so Kristen oh, right. Jones. Yep. Ritter, Kristen right. Ritter. Ritter. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. her. Um, so they had a brief, really brief one with her. Okay. Um, Interesting. Yeah, so... Uh, so when you say they try to make him look younger, is it how he is dressed in makeup, or is um, it like, like Irishman so, kind of thing? Where So in his current state, he has a shaven head. Um, oh, like, and then like, like Walt? You know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's not, you know, it's yeah. his more like rugged look. Okay. Um, and then in some of the old one, it's he has like his hair grown out more. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. Cool. So, so if, you, if you're a fan of the show, yeah, watch, watch it absolutely. Okay. Um, cool. If you're if you're not a f- fan of the show, you're probably not gonna like it. If you haven't seen it though, I think it just makes sense to watch Breaking Bad and see if you like that. See, yeah, watch for it sure. Afterwards. Would yeah. you want more movies out of like an anthology kind of thing at all? Like, are you wanting more from? Jesse's story without getting to spoilers. I don't know, not not really. Okay. I mean, I I feel like um, Better Call Saul is probably like the option you'd go to if you really want sure. more Breaking Bad content. Okay, and you know the story of Walt and Jesse had kind of played its course. Yeah, so. that's the main yeah. complaint I'm hearing from El Camino. Like I know people on both sides. I really liked it. I really didn't like it. A lot of people that didn't like it were just happy with the way it ended. Right, because that Breaking Bad like, finale was so good. Yeah, so. yeah. and yeah. like it's not saying it was a bad movie. It was sure. just more so like they were so happy with how it ended mm. that yeah. they just didn't need anything else. Yeah. yeah. But, okay. Cool. We go to Andre. All right. So I, like many of you, mm. saw Joker. Yeah. Oh, wow. The beautiful oh, dancing. the dancing. Did you just... Great audio, dude. No yeah. spoilers. I was, just about, I was actually just about to spoil something for you. <laughs> and, I it and I was like, oh, I gotta stop. So you're gonna try to do spoiler-free yes. as T-Dog has not seen it. Right, but the rest Earmuffs. of us have. Earmuffs. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, limited spoilers, yeah, but well, well, obviously, well, you go ahead. So. Like, it's not going to ruin a movie for me. Yeah, no, definitely. I think, I mean, honestly, if, even the, if you read a Wikipedia page and how the move the narrative of this movie goes i feel like that's yeah. not what you would get out of the movie okay. if that makes sense you know right it's not for, it's not a real plot twist heavy or anything for the like most that. part you kind of see the trajectory where it goes that's actually yeah. kind of one of my weird not complaints but like i was like okay this everything happened pretty much how i expected it to happen if that yeah. makes sense which yeah. is fine but yeah. yeah yeah 
Um, I mean, yeah, so, I mean, I think this will be more of an open discussion with you guys, because I'm curious how you guys feel about this movie, too. Um, I mean, right off the bat, I, I liked it a lot. I think it's a super well-made movie, but I'm not, like, super in love with it. I okay. think it's solid. I like the meta around it in terms of I'm glad that the, that we could have a superhero movie that's different enough from other, you know, I mean, like, it's so disconnected from everything else. I'm, there's no sequel in the works, obviously, and Yet. I'm... Yet. Uh, dude, dude, it's making a shit ton of money. It's it is, top, but like, you can't tell me they're not gonna movie. make. Yeah, uh, you can't tell me they're not gonna make a sequel. It's the top grossing R-rated. I know, like, which is shocking yeah. to me. That's that's crazy to beat Deadpool. Honestly, yeah. I knew it would do well. But I didn't think it would be do that well. Neither right. did I. Yeah, well, I think it was almost the outlasher people that told us yes. not to watch it that right. made people go see it. Which yeah, there's a lot of social conversation around it. Yeah, which is like that's manufactured, but a little bit, right? Yeah, I think, but still, it's weird. That it pushed the op- opposite way. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, right off the bat, extremely well acted. Uh, in, I mean, like, yeah, obviously Joaquin Phoenix is, like, not pulling any punches in terms of his role. Uh, same with Robert De Niro. He's, chew- he's chewing up the few scenes that he has in that movie. He's yeah. great. Uh, I will say that it kind of wears its Scorsese, like, uh, oh, inspirations on its, sli- on its sleeve to a point where it's, like, a little bit, like, a little right. much, I think, a Every bit. frame of the movie. Yeah, yeah <laughs> right. Yeah. It, it, to the point where it's, like, is this, can like, I kind of wanted it to be its own thing, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. It, it echoes, it echoes those movies so blatantly that I'm, it kind of took me out of it a little bit. Um, but it's still, again, like, everything in a vacuum was super well done, um, uh, I think it's kind of weird that people are saying that it tries to make you make like humanize the Joker in a way, but I don't really see it that way. I guess where like basically this movie's main thesis is that the Joker is a product of Gotham, right, as opposed to just a crazy person in a vacuum. So right? yeah. one of the reviews I saw early on before I saw it was they said it was a realistic descent into madness. Okay, sure. A little bit. A little I, bit. I see yeah. it. Yeah. Because of things like. Not having that support network. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Sure. That's sure. true. Yep. It's just, it's more like, it feels like almost like Murphy's Law, the movie, in terms of what, what, with poor Arthur Fleck. Like, everything yeah. possibly bad that could happen to right. him has happened to him already and then continues to happen to him throughout the film. Right. I will say this is two hours of just brutal misery almost, you know? It like, is. it's just. Oof, like, uh, I mean, like, I saw with my girlfriend, we left, and we were just both drained after that. Yep. Like, I was. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. That being said, like, in, in a vacuum, I, there was some, like, the, like, it, it, the scenes in a vacuum were fantastic. Like, I think my favorite scene, and I'll keep, no spoilers, T-Dog, but when he, basically, it's near the end, when he first actually, like, when he's, like, partway through his makeup. You yep. know what I mean? Yeah. In his own apartment, that yep. scene. That was a good scene. So good. Like, just yeah. the tension of that scene, um, just absolutely perfect. Um. Yeah. That, yeah. That was, that was really well done, and, like... Credit to Todd Phillips, though. I, w- I will say, huh? this guy is known for the Hangover movies. Right. And yes, this like, is definitely to, a tonal pivot. And yes. to do this movie, yeah. it, it's completely different, in my opinion. And it's it's just one of those things that's really interesting to me, that this director did this movie. Yeah. Right. Definitely. Um, I like the way, I mean, I'm kind of just rambling here, but I liked how they handled uh, Joker's laugh. I, th- I liked... Like, Joaquin Phoenix's laugh is perfect, I think, in so far, like, in it for his own take, and that you can feel the pain in it, you can, like, I'm just imagining how tough that was to get down, where when he's laughing, you can hear the catch in his throat, and yep. it's just, it, yeah. you felt that, you felt physically pain for him, you know, and, right. um, yeah, I, I mean, like, yeah, again, certain, certain moments in a vacuum elicited a huge emotional response out of me, but at the end of the day, I did kind of feel like... <laughs> It's a li- it's not super subtle in what it tries to say, and there are certain soliloquies that characters have that are literally just like, okay, you're just blatantly stating what this movie's trying to say, literally. If that makes sense, like yeah. at the very end of that film, like I was like, okay, it was a little ham-fisted, but all right, sure, shoot your shot. But right you know, before yeah. we started this conversation, you brought up where does he fall on the Joker list? Yes. In your opinion, where does he fall on the jo- like on my Joker yeah. list? Joaquin um, Phoenix. I think he's just behind Heath Ledger, okay. honestly. Um, only in only because I, I think it's I need some time to sit with it more. Um, I just like the film that he that Heath Ledger is in more than the Joker, you know. Yeah. Um, and it's still just super iconic. I will say my top one 
my top joker no matter what is is uh, Mark Hamill. Like he's my default joker. Oh, he's who okay. I hear basically whatever I think of the Joker. That's his performance. It's what comes to mind. So right. Okay. For yeah. me, it's Heath. Um, is number one. Yeah. Then uh, it's tough because with with Joaquin Phoenix to judge a a Joker performance mm-hmm. because this performance can almost live on its own. Definitely. If it weren't for. <laughs> The really forced Bruce Wayne stuff. Yes! I get the Thomas Wayne part. The Bruce Wayne stuff yeah, bothered me. Right. But anyway, all to say is that it's hard to judge a Joker performance in my mind without the ebb and flow of an interaction with Batman. And this movie does not offer that because it is not taking place in that timeline of yeah. their history, right. which is fine. So it's hard for me to say that's number one. Love their performance. Mm-hmm. I put it right up there with Heats with, in terms of commitment and taking on a completely different version of the character that we haven't seen before yes and jared leto for as much as we could shit on his portrayal which i am not a fan of at all he compared the joker role as hamlet where any actor can bring his own influence to it and it could be become his own character yeah and i think he's totally right so um, yeah and and i should i should clarify i think i think Joaquin Phoenix did a fantastic job of separating himself from Heath Absolutely. And that was yeah. kind of one of the big worries I had, especially since they both have kind of like, like just their hairstyle is kind of similar yeah. in a way. Like, if you just look at a, a poster, you're like, all right, this is kind of going for that Dark Knight vibe. No, very different, and I'm very happy with that direction. Yeah, sure. I go Heath, probably Joaquin, just because I love the performance. Yeah. Uh, Mark Hamill, and then Jack, and then going. Yeah, yeah, I don't right. care after that. Sounds so, pretty yeah, standard, yeah. Yeah. See, Where's Leto's probably at the bottom. Probably See, probably my bottom, problem yeah. was yeah. I couldn't tell the character was damaged because he didn't have it tattooed on his Yeah, body. right. You know, that's true. It's true. <laughs> I was kind of confused by that. I was like, kind I, of confused. That movie is such a mess. It's like, I didn't really... Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, yeah, like, when, again, when he's put on the makeup, I was like, all right, where is he going to go to the tattoo parlor get the damage Right, he needs damage And get the forehead. grill. And get the grill. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. God, that movie is awful. I think that's part two. Joker part two. Joker squad part two. The Joker squad. I would love if DC just doubled down on that version of the Joker and were like, (laughs) fuck it. Joaquin, (laughs) do what Jared Leto just did. No, they just transform like half of the movie's Joaquin and then his progress, like, you know, maybe hitting some roids, weight room. Getting I'm going opposite direction. Yeah. I want a Joker led movie uh, where he faces against Batman yeah. and he tricks him by having multiple copies of himself. Oh, one played whoa. by Jack Nicholson, one Jared Leto. We've got one obviously can't do Heath Ledger, but one's Mark Hamill. Yeah. Like just That'd have them all at different spots yeah. and it's like just kind of a nod when a Batman's pummeling him and just realizes, wait. You're not Joaquin Joker. Okay, damn it. <laughs> Can he call him Joaquin Joker? Yes, please. That, that's something that would happen in a Deadpool movie. Yeah, right. Yes, yes. that is a very and then, Deadpool And then he'd take. make a reference like, oh, we're sorry, this one couldn't be here. Or, you know. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, so not to, 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 to circle back, I do agree, the 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 Bruce Wayne stuff, well, what little bit was there was Super Force, and I think the movie would have been better without it. I will yeah. say... I like that this movie's take on Thomas Wayne for sure. Yes, uh, I think it's very. I think it's an interesting take in that usually in any other Batman media, Thomas Wayne is a saint, the billionaire, philanthropist, mm-hmm. benevolent, whatever. And in this one, he's just kind of a dick, uh, and Fair. I kind of appreciate that. You know, like it, yeah. I'm sure from Bruce Wayne's Do perspective. Anything to get to the top. Yeah, well, and it, it also like it. It helps contextualize, like, oh, Bruce Wayne idolized his parents and knew that they didn't deserve to get killed. They're, they were trying to help the city. It's like, okay, well, how much help were they actually doing, you know? Well, and, like, the thing is, like, the, the quote, every millionaire, their money comes from bootleggers and prostitutes and that kind of stuff. Like, sure. the idea is, especially with old money, yeah, your money came from crime. It's If you look at all the famous people of history, if you look at some of the best people and how they got their millions it came off of lying cheating and like strangling your opponents yep yep and so it's one of those things where it it is very much so like thomas wayne is doing everything he can to get to the top and then the next generation is going to forget that and think oh thomas wayne yes what a guy he put all his money into the city yep 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 for sure 
Um, a rich billionaire playing politics. Yay! Yay! Good <laughs> thing that's just in the movies. Yeah, yeah. thank God. I, anyways, I do. I honestly, I do kind. I do recommend it. Um, I'm just not super in love with it, like some people are, which is totally fine. You know. What would you give it on the rating? I you would know? give it. I would give it three. Um, let's say three. Not three Batmobiles. <laughs> yeah, three. three I wish. How about this? Three, four, three, four Bruce Wayne cameos out of five. Three, four, Bruce Wayne cameos out of five. What would you give it? Uh, Three out of five, solid. Three out of five. I found the movie very well made. Mm. The performance in it from Joaquin Phoenix is amazing. Um, I'm sure all the accolades are going to be thrown his way in terms of at least nominations. Um, Mm. But I found, similar to you, uh, it was just very upsetting. And I cannot... It's hard for me to recommend it to someone who's not already a Batman fan. Mm. It's just like, hey, you should totally see this take on the Joker. It's really interesting. I just was physically so upset after watching it because mm. for me it was again credit to the filmmaking. Uh, the violence was very grounded. It was very real. Yes. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't like Saw levels or something like it that. It wasn't. Right? It wasn't it's Thanos. The top. Th- yeah. It wasn't Thanos throwing a moon at Iron Man. This was right. people getting shot in the face. Yes. You know, it's just like very blunt. And when people die, they just die. There's nothing. There's no last speech. Or it's not whatever. glorified. Yeah, they don't get nope. their final soliloquy or anything like that. Yeah, and the the handgun violence aspect of it, I think, is also a nod to what we see, or at least in the news and things like that. And yeah. I think that's a subtle, like you know, the 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 overlap between mental health and gun violence. Where is that? So, mm. um, at least that's what I think Todd Phillips was going for there. And anyway, it left me very upset. So well well made movie. So I can't take away from the filmmaking. The overt homages to Martin Scorsese, <laughs> I think it's fine. Um, a little bit too much. It's just been too, too much of a good thing. Everything from casting Robert De Niro as the host of the talk right. show, because that's very king of comedy. It and is. then you have Taxi Driver with the trash everywhere. Like, anyway, yeah. so there's a ton of things in there. Overall, well made movie, and yeah. I loved the performance. So, three out of five. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I liked it a little better than you guys. Okay. I have yeah. a 3.5 out of 5. All right. Hey. Um, I gave it Joker laughs. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know. Okay. But, yeah, but yeah. I thought I thought it was I thought it was very well done. Um, all those things. I like a good Scorsese movie, so yeah. I was able to be like, oh, all right, no monster Scorsese, let's do it. You know, yeah, like, yeah, let's yeah, just yeah. let's oh, have sure. it happen for sure. Um, one of my buddies said, and I kind of jump on this. I almost would have liked it better if it wasn't a DC movie, um, like if it wasn't attached to it at all. If you take Thomas Wayne and you change his name to Mister Money. It still works. Sure. Like, get yeah. get rid of the goofiness of Mr. Money. Right. Yeah, right? Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. it's not Wayne, it's money. But you it know? doesn't make $800 million in the box office. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> I, that's, that's agreed completely. But yeah. if you would have taken that away, if you would have taken away the Bruce Wayne scenes. It would have been a yeah. nice little independent film. A nice little indie flick. It would have been. I mean, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. This and so that's, he brought that up. I thought it was a great point. So. Compliments to you, Jason. You guys all know Jason. Yeah. Jason! Jason. Uh, okay, so, dealing with violence. Woo! Let's talk about a movie What's that has it? no violence. What's the name I, of it? I honestly forgot you still had to go, man. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I saw a movie called Crimes of Fashion. Burr, 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 burr. Um, Such a good name. <laughs> great name. Crimes of Fashion is from 2004. Oh, it is an ABC family movie. So it says where you go, oh daddy. He's <laughs> <laughs> oh, the oh daddy oh, drop. Daddy. Oh daddy. Um, it is from 2004. It is an ABC Family movie <laughs> because that still existed back then. <laughs> Wait, so this went straight to TV? This went straight to TV. Oh god, how'd you find this? Uh, I looked it up on uh, this app called oh, YouTube. Uh, nope, it's not even on YouTube. <laughs> No, it was uh, an app called the Internet. Uh, real good. <laughs> it's called Safari. No, real good. Real oh. good app. Okay. So you put in your services. Yeah, I'm gonna give a shout out to Real Good App. I love it right now. Woo. So you put in what services you have, and then you can kind of drop a filter on Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb rankings. <laughs> so then you only get selections from the subscription services you have. You can see those movies. Uh, we set it to like twenty percent. This one was under that 20%. Nice. Sure sounds like it. So what I will say to start it off is it's not as bad as the other two that I have seen. Leo the Lion and Yoga Hosers. I would say... No, Yoga Hosers is still... Yoga Hosers? Yoga Hosers is still the worst. I feel like we need to watch Yoga Hosers and Sherlock... 
uh, Holmes and Watson. Oh, like like a, like a bad movie. Yeah, stand like off? I can tell you right now, Yogos <laughs> wins ten to one. Oh, oh my god. Uh, but so I will say it's not as bad as those. That being said, it is still bad, and it almost was more of a punishment knowing who's in this movie. Who is in it? So it stars Kaylee Cuoco. Hey, nice. and also has Megan Fox. I guess she's a guest star, but really she's just not in it. Huh. Uh, oh, but she's in it though. She's kind of in it. Okay. Yeah, she's, okay, all right. Okay, okay. It's an hour and a half movie, and I think she makes about eight minutes of screen time. All right, all right. there you go. She oh, for Megan Fox. <laughs> she just can't cut it. Uh, Megan Fox, darn. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it works out for her. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Crimes of Fashion. Um, I have notes on this movie. Oh, please, bust please. out the notes. So it starts off at a funeral. And as all great movies do. As uh-huh. all great movies do. Um, the Batman's. <laughs> the Batman. Duh. So, basically, oh like, God. it starts off as a funeral. You can kind of tell, like, it's like a wise guy funeral, you know, like a godfather funeral. Uh-huh. And so, like, there's all these guys in suits that look like your normal Italian mafia guys. Mafiosos. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, yeah, oh, exactly. Like that, yeah. yeah. Mm. Yeah. And so you can kind of figure out from the beginning a crime boss has died. Um, was, there, it cri- was it was it was it a crime of fashion? It was not a crime of fashion. Damn. Oh, it was a crime of passion. Oh, oh. Do they, I, okay. Not to not to pivot, but I'm do they sure. say the title at all in this movie? No, they do not. God damn it. Oh, boo. Okay. No, it would have made it better. Yeah. All right. Uh, Continue, please. So there's FBI agents in a flower truck listening to this funeral to try to figure out who's going to be the next Godfather. Uh. But one thing, one of the FBI agents is allergic to flowers. Uh oh. So he starts sneezing like crazy. The mafiosos realize, oh, we must be bugged. Hey, oh, hey, ah. (laughs) And they start like throwing stuff at the truck. They start like, you know, like making it a big scene. So obviously the FBI guys are found out. Yet. The mafiosos continue to talk about who's going to be the next Godfather while they know they're being bugged. Mm. Mm. And so they Fun. figure out it's going to be this girl who is the granddaughter of the Godfather, or so you believe. Is she at the funeral? Or no? No, she's not. She doesn't know this is her grandfather. Oh. She is attending Fashion University. Is that the name of this place? That is the name of the university. <laughs> wow. And you can't forget... Fashion University, their rivals are Designer State. So, F-U and D-S? Okay. Oh, great. Yep. All right, well, kudos for such a very um, uh, creative list of college names. Yeah, Uh, definitely. You know? Yep. Um, Yeah, really drawn into this world that you... (laughs) Oh, yeah. It (laughs) It seems seems very realized. Yeah, right. It gets better. thought out. Weird. Uh, It gets better. So, like, this girl... Intricately woven, if you will. (laughs) So this girl is a fashion designer to this be. This is not Megan Fox. No, this is Kaylee Cuoco. Okay. okay. Yes, she is okay. the main character, but she dresses like trash and she gets called out for it. Mm. Why? Okay, why do you dress like trash but go to fashion university? Yeah, so right? she doesn't like take care of her own appearance. She wants oh. to make sure you look good. Yeah. Oh. oh. The martyr fashionista. The martyr oh. fashionista, yes. Wow. And like she gets... <laughs> Belittled by Megan Fox, who designs her own clothes, wears her own line every day, looks like 110 percent every day. Well, Megan Fox has this figured out. What the hell? Yeah. Well, it gets it gets crazy. It gets oh. a little wacky. Does it? Just oh no! They stopped the movie and like that. <laughs> that's it. That's just, just, nope. There's none plenty of this more. Makes sense. We're we're cutting it off. <laughs> oh, I also want to point out that they have a throwaway line that Tommy Hilfiger and Vera Wang are alumni of Fashion University. Oh come on! <laughs> Damn it. Okay. Sure. Fuck it. Why so not? this guy, George, comes to Kaylee Cuoco, who I can't remember her character name. I don't. I don't think I ever read. It's wrote clearly down. Penny. Clear. No, it's it's <laughs> girl Kaylee. Uh, wow. Yes. Okay. But basically, this guy George comes to her and just like, yeah, you were the granddaughter of this mob boss. You are now the mob boss. He wanted it. It was left in his will, because we are going legit. And we think you could do wonders for us going legit. Mm. And And so the whole premise, really, is that she has to get this rival mob boss to like her and understand that they're going legit because he wants to take over. 
Her name is Brooke, by the way. Her name is Brooke. Wait, I'm sorry. Whose name is Brooke? Kaylee 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 Cuoco. Can you look up Megan Fox's name? Her name is Candace. 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 No last names. You don't need last names. You don't need need last names. You don't need more than two. (laughs) (laughs) Fashion University names. But Brooke, Kaylee Cuoco... Yes, it looks Wow. Awful. It looks oh awful. my god. Right, we got to show the uh, the movie poster. Oh, the movie Facebook. poster will be on our Instagram, Facebook. Oh, yes. there you go. Perfect. Yes. Yeah, it check is, that out. Yeah. Uh, oh, great. Speaking of which, we have a lot of people follow us on Instagram lately. Yay. A lot of beer people. Thank you. A lot of uh, Comfort in Hartford. Like the hotel followed us. What? Oh. Really? Yeah, it was really random. I okay. don't know. But nice. hey, Comfort in. Thank Guess you. Guess what the tagline is for Crimes of Fashion. Go ahead. Ruthless ambition is always in style. Oh, Megan God. Fox, by the way, her name is listed first. She's top of the call sheet. Top billing. She yeah. was in there for eight minutes. I'm not even joking. Uh, that's really? Crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. crazy. Um, so she finds out. So, so Candace finds out somehow. Brooke is now the leader of the mafia, and so she sends a message to like a reporter so that Brooke gets expelled. But more so, it makes her popular because everybody wants to appease her because she's a godfather. Ah. And there's, like, this whole scene where they have, like, a makeover scene for the mafiosos and uh, including how to get gunpowder out of anything because she just knew this offhand. Oh, nice. (laughs) Okay. Gunpowder. Nothing stains like gunpowder. Something tells me she's a little bit more qualified than she's leading on. Yeah, Yeah, right? (laughs) She also was adopted, or like, she was given up for adoption, mm. so she never knew her parents, she never knew her grandparents, mm. you know, it's just one of those things, uh, but she like requires George for everything, and George basically, uh, they have been running a sweatshop kind of thing, Okay. Okay. but once it goes legit, that's what they want to go into, is like designing clothes and sending out the fashion, this is why she is the perfect person for them. Okay. Well, luckily for them. <laughs> luckily for them. sweatshops in that industry. <laughs> Including they've been doing her designs already, so she gets to see her oh. own designs being made. And so, like, she wears her own designs now and that kind of stuff. Okay. Uh, Candace has been cheating and been using the designs of one of the sweatshop girls. Uh, sweatshop Oof. Is there is there a sweatshop university? There's not a sweatshop <laughs> university. Okay. Sweatshop state. Sweatshop state. Sweatshop state. Oh, it's awful. Excuse, excuse me. Sweatshop Institute of Technology. Come on. Oh, okay. <laughs> shit. shit. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to shit. Um, uh, we also accepted. Yeah. <laughs> um. Also, the allergic FBI agent goes undercover and pretends to be like guy in her classes okay and doesn't know the first thing about fashion so she like helps him out and they end up falling in love oh Oh, my god so she doesn't turn or he doesn't turn her in because he loves her classic wow and then true love right there we've all been there yep uh the rival uh mafia boss buys fashion university Mm, of course you do because the the headmaster or whatever owes a bunch of money to the mafia because nice. he bets on games and yep. stuff. He bets on the ponies. Yeah. Uh, what are you doing, headmaster? <laughs> At least that's Don't what I think I remember. Don't give up fashion university. So basically, <laughs> in order, institution. In order to save fashion oh, university, oh they God. do a like mafia themed fashion show. No. Pinstripes galore. I mean, there was oh, only one way this was this could have gone. I guess. And then, just in case you were wondering, her grandpa is not dead. Her grandpa was George, who faked his death. <gasps> and so, he's just handing over the business to her. Oh. So they can go legit. Oh. But yeah. yeah. Wait, so, this is, the story is, a guy fakes his own death to turn his mafia group, which I'm assuming was very profitable, and turn it legit, which means he now has to start paying taxes. You are probably going to have all these other things that you have to pay for and be less profitable. Think about the mafia families. What about little Johnny who needs to go to school at Fashion University? How's he going to pay for that? But think about ABC Family. And everything just is good. Where's my my girl Megan Fox? Uh, Megan Fox disappeared. She kind of just like... She she snitched on her and then she was gone. Oh, and then she was just a, upset at the fashion show because Brooke was getting everything she wanted. I love how efficient this script is. If they don't need a character anymore, <laughs> they just 
No, nope. don't need to tie loose ends. Yep. You're adults. You can figure this out. She got expelled as well because they found out she was cheating on making her own designs. Oh goodness. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay gotcha. so, all right. So we got Fashion University. And then what was the rival designer school? state? Does Designer State come into play at all? Just oh. a throwaway joke about Designer State. Oh, so they're really completing the world. See, yeah, Andre? Right, yeah, filling out the little yeah. details. Nice, yeah, you know, I like it. Just like those little things. Also, uh, their finals, like the finals they had to take because uh-huh. like she was, Oh, I can't be a Mafia Godfather. I've got finals! You know, oh, like that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> How do you balance school life with Mafia life? <laughs> 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 their finals were like, Outside competitions, essentially. Like, you had to sew a button faster than the rest of them. Ugh. Like, that. And it was... Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> and so I don't think they've ever seen finals ever. Yeah. So... <laughs> Excuse me, do you yeah. know what a final is? Yes. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. That yeah. was uh, Crimes of Fashion. And again, rem- remember... I said that's better than the other two I've seen. <laughs> yeah, well, Leo the Lion just looked awful, though yeah. hilarious. And um, Leo the Lion, yeah. Unintentionally hilarious, which is the perfect kind of hilarious for yeah. me. I'm still hung up on the fact that they don't say crimes of fashion in the movie. They should. That is their biggest asset, and they wasted it. They you are guilty of a crime of fashion. Yeah, right. And everyone went, like, oh! <laughs> Not guilty? Um, guilty? Huh? It's a fashion, not passion. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Eh. Are there any like real life fashionistas? Like, yeah, fashion is there like fashion. The... Like, like, does in Tim Gunn show up at all? There might be, but I don't believe so. Okay, is Joan Rivers in there? No, Joan Are Rivers we... is definitely not in there, and uh, Tim Gunn wasn't either. Damn I don't it. know if there's anybody else that I just wouldn't recognize. Sure. Make right. it work. You know, right. like if Ralph Lauren showed up, I don't know if I would be able to say, right, like, right. Sure, "Oh, sure, Ralph sure. Lauren, there you are." No, but like Tim Gunn and Joan Rivers, yeah, I probably would have been able to like spot but no okay. i don't i don't think there was anybody maybe one of the professors was i don't think so though okay but yeah it was awful <laughs> nice um, glad you watched it it's funny because both those i mean quote-unquote leads if you want to call it like i said go on to superstar like i, I yeah. think that's what the worst part is is yeah. watching this knowing it was their bottom yeah right because this they is, just had so much further to go this Wait, was this was this before team? transformers or not this is before this is yeah, before it was like 2000 Eight, nine was Transformers. Oh, yeah, you're right. Big wow. Bang Theory started. Big Bang Theory was like late two thousands. Yeah, so yeah. It was after this. I know time. Big Bang Theory was after yes, for sure. That lines up. Um, this man also directed. He he is just right for Transformers the TV was two thousand seven, so three years after this movie. So this guy okay, who directed it. it is all about the TV movie life. He directed Twitches, which starred Teen Witches. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, with, I remember uh, that um, shit. Oh. uh... And Twitches too. The Mallory. Yeah. Uh, no, was that was that the Mallory? Uh, what, what were their names? It was TJ Mallory. Right? Dude, like, you're you're killing it like, if you know well, this like shit. The old it's uh, Tian Tamara. Yeah. Mallory. Oh Mallory. yeah. Because then their brother, or sorry, yeah, their brother was. I TJ forgot Mallory. about Twitches. Yeah, Tian so, Tamara. Look at that. Sister, God. sister. Sister, sister. All right, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we have gone down the rabbit hole on this shit. Um. Yeah, What's yeah. Your final so, rating? so my final rating is um, one improperly named university out of five. Okay. Okay. Nice. I don't know, man. So I gave a zero to Yoga Hosers. I gave a point five to Leo the Lion. There's the rankings, the power rankings. Yeah. yeah. So that's where I sit. Nice. Very good. I think. Very good. Thank you for suffering through that for us. Yes. Yes. You are. You are quite welcome. You have suffered um, for our sins. Hopefully, the next time we are going to have a triple viewing. Yes. Bad movie. Yes. Yes. I'm uh, ready. I'm ready for. Are you all guys of ready? It. I'm ready. I'm so fucking stoked. So Andre ready. is very stoked for this. Mm-hmm. Andre's ready to watch it the tenth time. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, be like, like Andre loves his bad uh, movie. Yeah. Get, get your spoons uh, guys, ready. I feel like to punish Andre, we don't let him watch. Oh, <laughs> man. I just like the episodes like the next episode like so. What do you guys think? <laughs> you're just waiting. and You're just like, what about this part? Yeah. What, what would you? How do you have this memorized? Like you're going part by part. Should we just tell them what we're watching? Uh, we sh- I yeah. All right. So on Instagram, I hid some clues. Oh, did you? Okay, I did. I took a couple stabs at them. You did take a couple stabs at them, knowing what did the movie was. It? Right. Oh no. And you did uh, not get it. <laughs> uh, did you not know that I had taken some stuff out there? No, I did not. It's almost like you don't pay attention. It's wow. almost like I don't pay attention to Instagram because yeah. I'm a bad millennial. You are. You are a bad millennial. What's, our, bad millennial. what's the Instagram? Uh, oh, my oh my god. I say at least I'm following <laughs> Game for a movie. movie. What's, the, what's what? the name of this podcast? 
No, 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 no. Hey, let's not shit on T Dog. This is just his expert. Like, that's this is time for the plug. Oh, what's the instant? All right. Oh yeah. All right. This is actually a planned out commercial. Yes, exactly. To briefly recap, Mike posted first. Football's on a field. I guessed we are Marshall. It is not we are Marshall. Marshall. (laughs) Then he put a picture of the Golden Gate Bridge. Oh, very good. Okay, yes. No, these are all very good. (laughs) My guess was Zodiac. (laughs) So to which Zodiac wasn't a bad movie. It wasn't. Mike replied, it's not a bad movie. Then I replied to that and said, All dogs go to heaven too. (laughs) That was a bad movie. That was a bad movie. The internship was guest San Andreas. Oh man! And then spoons. And then M. Clem Ten guest Toy Story Four. Yeah, <laughs> Sporky. Sporky. Uh, no, we are going to be watching. Drum roll, guys. The room. Yay! Yay! So the three of us are going to watch, I'll it, watch it. And T Dog is going to watch it with us, even it's though bullshit. he doesn't need to suffer through it. Right. I, it was bullshit. bullshit. You got to watch it. The way that hit her, I did not. The way that Andre talks about this movie, like I feel like I have to. I, I don't want to overhype it because, like again, I've had bad viewings where I people really just don't take the three to it. Of us so. should watch it. Oh, we're gonna. It could Andre very well be a miserable it. experience. Dude, we're gonna be hammered in watching yes. this movie. Oh, no, I, I can't need wait for that. With spoons. With spoons. Spoons. What are the other props that we need for this? No, spoons are the key part. Okay. Very good. Yep. Okay. Well, I'll just be okay. making a drinking game out of it. We're gonna be drinking. Oh, lot, fantastic! So. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna love. There's gonna be an summer. Instagram live at some point that night. At least one, mm-hmm. probably okay. multiple. Cool. Oh, gosh. I'm pumped about it. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> we gotta get a mask for T Dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We gotta get a mask for T Dog. What kind of? Do something. If we do it next week, you can wear a V for Vendetta mask. Oh, it'll be perfect time. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be a pretty good time, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds unconvinced. I'm just measuring time myself. Beware, beware, the 5th of November. <laughs> Ooh, there we go. Our best Tommy Wiseau impressions of bad movies. Or like other movies. Yeah. Oh, oh, that would actually be awesome. Oh, man. Audrey, you nailed that. Thank you. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Ugh. The I'm only problem sad. I have with it is uh-huh. it should have been remember. What? Instead of beware. Oh fuck! It well, no, remember. Man. That's actually <laughs> no, but that's actually kind it's of perfect. Better. Better. No, yeah. because of course he would mess up. The yeah, line. no. Well, what's my line? Beware. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> no, beware, Tommy. beware. This, it's this remember. Is not the first November. time Andre has practiced. Yeah. Like this. Oh my yeah. god. What? How would he mess up this line? A beware. Okay, yeah. perfect. Yeah. 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 But that'll do it. It's good to be back, guys. Yeah. So check us out next time after we watch The Room or maybe something else if we can't get our schedules online. Because that's happened before. It It has. We're going to make it happen. Uh, See in The Room next time. Yeah. Hopefully. So that'll do it for your host, Mikey Tech. Mitchell Clements. T-Dog. Andre Bellinger. See you next time on Game for a Movie. Bye, guys. Woo! Bye.